Welcome to Striving for Revival with Justin Cooper, Assistant Pastor at North Valley Baptist Church in Santa Clara, California. This broadcast will challenge and encourage God's people to seek revival. We pray you'll be blessed as you listen to Striving for Revival. Welcome to the Striving for Revival radio broadcast. This is Pastor Justin Cooper coming to you today from the KNVBC studio at the North Valley Baptist Church here in Santa Clara, California. My, what a privilege it is to have you join me for the broadcast today. And what an honor is mine to take the King James Bible and to share with you some eternal truth from the very Word of God. I'm excited today to go in deeper to chapter 4 of 1 Timothy, and I've enjoyed the previous two broadcasts in this chapter. We've spoken just in verse number 1 thus far on two different phrases, the Spirit speaketh, and then the second phrase was giving heed, and the need to hear the voice of the Spirit, and the warning to not give heed to their own things. And we'll continue in this chapter today. And God's good, isn't he? I think we could probably just take from now till, well, we could take from now till Jesus comes and just testify on the goodness of God, and we wouldn't even begin to exhaust or even tire out the topic. And God's been better than good to all of us. Food on our table, shoes on our feet, clothes on our back, a roof over our head, not to mention saved and given eternal life, going to live forever with God, a mansion on streets of gold. God has been good. That'll make you shout, won't it? God's been good to us. I pray wherever you are that you're realizing the goodness of God. And by the way, whether you think he is or not doesn't change the fact God's always good. We're going to be going to 1 Timothy chapter 4 in just a moment. First, let me give you a plug for help for today. The web address is helpfortoday.org. Help and then the number 4, today.org. And Help for Today is a free resource that is compiled and put together by the staff of the North Valley Baptist Church and the faculty of the Golden State Baptist College. And these individuals have taken time to walk with God, Spend time in prayer and prepare articles and helps with you in mind. If you'll go to the web address, you can find things there that'll be a, a blessing to your life. If you're trying to study for a Sunday school lesson, you'll find some study helps. If you just want some more reading on a certain topic, you'll find that there. Yeah, we'll find you'll find bus ministry materials, music material, uh, things written uh, to do with current events, devotional thoughts. All of that's compiled and put in one place. Help for today dot. Org. Also, uh, if you're looking for devotional, like a daily devotional, Help for Today can meet that need. If you'll go to the website, a pop-up box appears. All you do is type in your email address and then hit subscribe. This does not cost anything, but what it does, it puts you on our free email list. We'll send you an article every day in your email inbox. I use those articles in my own Bible study time. They come to me early in the morning and I'll read my Bible. And after I'm done with my Bible reading, I'll check my email. And then I'll use that article from Help for Today as a daily devotional. A daily devotional book is a great thing. But once you've read through the book, you've read the book. With these articles, they're new and fresh every day, and you'll never exhaust it. So visit helpfortoday.org and sign up for that as well. All right, 1 Timothy chapter 4, verse number 1. Now the Spirit speaketh expressly. By the way, I'm glad he speaks. I hope you hear his voice. That in the latter time, some shall depart from the faith, giving heed. And I said last broadcast, that's the problem. Somewhere along the way, they gave heed. They opened their ears, they opened their eyes, they opened their heart to the wrong thing. They started right, they got in right, they believed right, and then went wrong. Why? Because they gave heed, the Bible says, to seducing spirits and doctrines of devils. All right, here's a new verse, speaking lies in hypocrisy, having their conscience seared with a hot iron. 
Now, that gives us a very vivid visual. Have you ever seen a hot iron before? Uh, I know growing up we have fire pokers, and uh, you could leave that poker in the fire, and it'd start maybe being black iron. But uh, after it's been in that fire a while, it gets red. It glows orange. Why? Because it's so hot. You take that, and you sear something with it. I think about almost like a, a piece of meat on the grill gets seared, or in a pan, it gets seared. But if you leave it too long, that burned place gets hard. It's almost impenetrable. It's tough. Well, the Bible's talking about these folks have their conscience made hard, not uh, soft, not open to the voice of God, the Spirit of God, not uh, sensitive to the uh, voice of God any longer. Their conscience is seared with a hot iron. No longer do they feel the sting of conviction. They don't feel sorry for their sin. They don't feel moved by the wooing of the Holy Spirit anymore. Their conscience has been seared with a hot iron. Now, can I say that's a dangerous place to be? It's a dangerous place to get when you can sin to the point where you sin away your own conviction of being a sinner. And you say no to the Spirit of God for so long that eventually you don't even understand, hear, or recognize His voice in your life any longer. And you feel no kind of shame and no kind of uh, uh, um, remorse for doing wrong. Verse 3, forbidding them, these are all signs of the last day and those who fall away. Forbidding to marry and commanding to abstain from meats. Now that sounds like a certain uh, religious sect, doesn't it? Which God hath created to be received with thanksgiving of them which believe and know the truth. For every creature of God is good, and nothing to be refused if it be received with thanksgiving. For it is sanctified by the word of God and prayer. So Paul is writing to Timothy about some things he can expect to witness, expect to uh, have to fight against, expect to see in the last days. Timothy is a younger man. He's going to outlive Paul, outminister Paul. He's going to serve after Paul's gone to heaven. And Paul says, Timothy, don't be surprised. Don't be caught off guard. Don't even be shaken by what's going to happen. I'm going to go ahead and tell you, expect there to be a falling away. And the reason there'll be a falling away is there'll be people who were started on the right track who get off track because they pay attention to false prophets and bad doctrine and watered-down teaching and worldly Christians, and it's going to get them off track. They're going to give way to seducing spirits. There's something about error that is more attractive to a fleshly man, a carnal mind, than truth. It's just true. It's just how it is. There's something about error that when it gets a hold of a man, it takes him further than the truth ever did. And seducing spirits and doctrines of devils. The Bible says speaking lies and hypocrisy. All right, so this crowd gets so far off track that now their conscience is seared as though it's with a hot iron. Here's some other characteristics. They say don't get married. You can't marry. And they also begin to put this legalistic attitude on people to tell them abstain from meats. You know, bad doctrine and bad behavior just go hand in hand. And uh, that's what's happening here in the last days. There's going to be people that believe wrong. There's going to be people who live wrong and act wrong. All right? The Bible, Paul says, don't worry about that. That crowd who says to abstain from certain things, every creature of God, uh, of God is good and nothing to be refused if you receive it the right way. So go ahead and eat your bacon. Say amen right there. Uh, but pray over it. And the Bible said in verse number five, it's sanctified by the word of God in prayer. I love that verse, sanctified by the word of God. The word of God has a cleansing effect. The word of God has a purifying effect. The word of God has a, uh, a perfecting effect, not just on not just on the food you eat, but on you personally. Thank God for that sanctifying through the word of God and by prayer prayer. Why is it? Is it just routine or ritual that we pray 
before we eat our meals. It ought not be. Why are we praying? Well, because of this Bible principle given to us right here. We pray over our food, asking God to bless that food. We show our gratitude, our thanksgiving for the fact that God's the one who gave us the food, put the food on the table. And it makes it a, uh, an acceptable thing, a pleasing thing in the eyes of God. Prayer has a purifying uh, uh, a quality just like the Word of God does. And those two things are so important. And I'll park there for the remainder of our broadcast, the Word of God and prayer. Now, there are some things that you might can do without. You don't have to have new shoes. You don't have to have a fancy car. You don't have to have a big house. You don't have to have a lot of money. You don't have to have the finest food, but I tell you what, Christians, you and I must have. We need to have the Word of God and prayer in our lives. You can't go overboard on the Word of God and prayer. In fact, the disciples appointed deacons so that they could give themselves continually to the study of the Word of God and to prayer. And here's what happens. The more Word of God, the more prayer in a person's life, the cleaner they're going to get, the more holy they're going to live, the more like Jesus they'll become. And there's a sanctifying effect. If ever there was a day when we needed Christians, not just to be Christians in name, but Christians in polity and Christians in philosophy and Christians in practice, it's in our generation. We don't just need Christians that are clean on the outside, but those who are clean on the inside. Some folks who are set apart to the glory of God, sanctified. What's that mean to be set apart? for God, set apart, to be cleansed, to be reserved, to be designated. I am the Lord's. He is mine, and my life is His to control. I think about that song, my life, Lord, is yours to control. I give you my, it talks about giving all to the Lord. All right, so here we go. The first seven, or first six, uh, five verses of First Timothy chapter four. It starts off with this uh, this warning, uh, this uh, to give, to not give heed to the wrong thing. The Bible talks about how the Spirit should be speaking to us about these things. It labels a crowd that has bad doctrine and bad doctrines paired with bad behavior, and then Paul comes through and says, don't you pay attention to that crowd. You stay away from that crowd. You avoid that crowd. Everything's all right, sanctified by the word of God and prayer. Two powerful things. Well, we'll continue in verse number six next broadcast. Until then, keep praying for revival. Thank you for joining us today for Striving for Revival with Justin Cooper, assistant pastor at North Valley Baptist Church in Santa Clara, California. Listen at this time every weekday as we strive for revival.